Thank you, diary listeners. Welcome back to our third and final part with Casey Hart of Foxwood Tattoo Collective. I just love those little alliterations. Aren't they great? <laughs> Rhyming. Uh, this is the, uh, the third part, and we're naming this, dubbing this scale, because after you've done so much, there's just always more to do. Enjoy, listeners. Welcome to the Apprenticeship Diaries, where raw meets refined. Let's be real, we're still working on refined. <laughs> what it took, what it takes, and the stories that are made. Join us as we learn from professionals about how their stories begin. Essentially, what I said to this person was, because their comment, and this was all on social media, so of course it's a, it's a fest. I love social media because I love the challenge of watching the human condition on that space. Absolutely, because and they they freak, they don't know what to do. Their body doesn't know what to do. Their mind doesn't right. know what to do, and they put on a projection. Right. Plus, I have aims too. At, at least in my bullet point future, I'd love to write a book. Sure, I'd absolutely. love to become a lot more. Uh, concise with my words and how I frame things and when you put it on the most I think ardent Lipnitz test for that mm-hmm. which is social media to just register how m- massively people can twist I think it was a um, Chesterton is it Chesterton GK Chesterton that wrote that if you can watch your I'm not gonna I'm gonna brutalize the quote but if you can watch your your being be twisted and and contorted by knaves mm. you know like that when you can stand and know that you're a person even though everybody's gonna take absolutely. everything that you are and twist it absolutely and be mm-hmm. that's that's a great point of being and so that's the challenge that I put myself in alignment with I'm very intentional about it very aware um, and uh, you know it's something that I'm I'm exposing myself to but this was all happening there and basically I, I, I the whole post was like trying to vilify people who would dare to help you in your journey sure but they weren't helping you in the way that you wanted help well they were enablement right well or, or they or, weren't enabling or yeah the opposite I think a lot of people want enablement like Correct. you said they they seek that comfort and they yeah. want to be comfort in their uh, and they want to be told oh, it's okay and it is okay it is what it is though and if you're seeking and this post was very much so about seeking God sure and it's like okay well with a seeking of God there's a seeking of truth and self in and self mm-hmm. and there there and God if you were to perceive it, is full love, full everything, full all of these better things. Mm-hmm. So betterment requires that you are seeking something outside of where you are, at least in yes. my logical brain. That makes sense. And I, I basically left a comment was like, this is a very victim mentality that you're framing here. You're, you're kind of pointing fingers at somebody else. And, and look, here's the reality, and I'm going to break it down into a scenario. So you're stuck in mud, right? Like you're in the on the road, stuck in mud. And I come by, and I have a few tricks to maybe try and get you out of the mud. And you listen to me, and the tricks that I give you don't work. Sure. But now you're going to vilify me, and you're going to tell me I'm the reason you're stuck? In this situation, yeah. 
no, that's yeah. not fair. Yeah. I tried to help you. Now, yes. the things that I gave you didn't help you. Sure. But don't damn me for trying to help you. Yeah, I, I made was a trying choice. To, I was trying to get you out of the muck, and I didn't have to do that. Yeah, I could choices. have kept walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could have said, uh. A lot of times we don't hold anyone accountable for the choices that led them yeah. there. So yeah. what led him to get stuck in the mud? Did he not tie his shoes correctly and tripped over? Did he get a flat tire because he neglected to right. get his car fixed the last right. few months? That's a lot of time is they do. They scream and cry about the situation that they're in. But we won't have the hard conversation about the accountability of where we led to there in the first place. Right. And a lot of times, it's child. this comes from childhood. This comes from parenting, not parenting, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Of like, well, why'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Don't touch that. I told you it's hot. Yes. And then you touched it. And they're like, oh, my God, it's hot. It's like, well, yeah, I told you it was hot, I baby. Told you. Well, I didn't have a concept of what you meant. So here's, <laughs> here's the deal, guys. We told kids, you don't have to work hard. Mm-hmm. You can just get whatever you want, whenever you want. And yeah. You can just, yeah, you just, and we've, we've kind of raised people to be very uh, entitled. Right. And that they can have things without sacrifice or hard work. And that if they find themselves in a situation, it happened to them. Yes. Not led by the choices they made. Mm-hmm. That's just happened to them. Right. And I've had plenty of situations like that in my life. And then I've had plenty of situations where something like Michael getting cancer, where I'm like, um, we didn't deserve that. Right. We didn't make choices that led up to those things. Like, right. what the hell? Right. Um, and you still didn't see us screaming over here like, help us, help us. <laughs> like, right. a lot of times people want to be a victim because it's actually comfortable. Mm-hmm. Sure is to have everybody cater to you and hold your hand and, and tell you how how great everything is. But you're the one right. stuck in the mud in debt and right. without the job. You lost your kids and you've divorced a few times or, you know, whatever these negative experiences right. that you've painted to be negative led by what? Right. Choices you made, you know, after a certain point, after about mid-adult or, you know, mid-teenagehood, it's about your choices. Right. A lot of a lot of it was your parents. They right. did choose to live here. They did choose this kind of job, and they are not to work or whatever choices they led to your existence and your being for some time. But after a certain point, you are responsible for yourself, little birdie. Mm-hmm. And whether you decide to leave the nest or fall down the nest or fly out of the nest, make a new one, make a new community or not, that's all up to you. Right. And and they're we, probably going to die before you, so you can spend the rest of your life yes. presenting them if that's your choice. But, but we definitely have created, um, a definitely <laughs> I see a generation of kind of this lack of accountability with entitlement kind mm-hmm. of mixed together of, I just don't want to sacrifice. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Were you raised to be comfortable? Yes, apparently. Yeah. Because I was not. I was not raised in any way, shape, or form to be comfortable in any way whatsoever. And being in survival mode for 31 years led me here. And I'd much rather been led by that force yes. than the opposite force. Yes. The opposite force of you don't have to do anything. Well, I'm watching what that fruitates. Yes. And that's a lot of miserable people right now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of miserable people that I'm not currently getting along with. Yeah, right, right. And, well, and Because we all came from the same place and we're having different results. Now, as a question, do they run away from you? Because I find that. Like, if I, they yes. just kind of exit. They, yes. they say, I don't want to be your friend. And I'm like, okay. Yes, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I haven't had to do anything. It's really. actually not too often I need to say or do anything. Yeah. It's mostly you're intimidated, not mm-hmm. me being intimidating. And yeah. a lot of it is, I make really hard choices. You make really easy choices. 
And we came from the same place, but we make different choices and we achieve different results. And you're upset about those results. Yeah. And I'm currently getting it from everybody right now. Yeah. But like you said, you can twist my being all you want. You can twist your words and the stories and all the things all you want. I know authentically what I do and choices I make and the truth of them. And the results of them are happening. But I like how you said you took it all the way to your death. And I don't think a lot of people do that. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's an amazing thing to me to experience something like COVID. Mm-hmm. Which, I, honestly, I was completely shocked that people hadn't gone there already. Yeah. Uh, and it, does, it blows my mind a little bit that you still have. It does blow my mind a little bit when I say to people, have you thought about your death? They're like, no. I'm like, how have you not thought about your death? Every day, always. I've right. been I've been put in life and death situations way too many times by childhood, so there's survival mode in mine, particularly. But I cannot deny that all of us were terrified during that time for our lives at one point or another. So how are you living any day the same right now? Blows my mind. Yeah. But I do understand because it's yeah. comfortable and we're making choices from a self-limiting or traumatized base of right. being. Right. That's just being human. Well, yeah. And, and it's a difficult thing to look at. Oh, it's I so mean, hard. It's, and, and that mirror was awful, guys. That was an awful mirror to look at. Yeah. And say those words in, in a... It was so uncomfortable. I cried. I cried so much. And, and Mike held me. And I know there's a lot of places Aww. and bottoms that people are not being held. That they didn't have a mirror. That are laying in a street. Mm-hmm. That, that was a very privileged place for me to be a rock bottom. Understand that, guys that a lot of people's other rock bottoms is overdoses or their parents passing away tragically. Or... I mean, not to freak you out, but you have a lot of life to live. i got a lot of life to live. Everybody it, does. It, life tends to go like this. It does. <laughs> and I'm making a wave kind of motion yes. roller coaster. And, <laughs> I, and y'all have to, we got to realize that our time is so short. I just had a really good friend pass away this weekend, a mentor oh. of mine. She was only 35. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Thank you. And y'all might know her, um, Jessie Lee Ward. She's, uh, I'm Boss Lee. Um, she's a social media marketing extraordinaire. I, I mean, millions I in sales. She's up there in some really serious people. But I'm glad we're calling attention to her. And She's amazing. So, uh, you know, lived anybody a great life. lived, I mean, you wouldn't believe how many people she influenced and mentored and taught and influenced my life particularly. And I know many people in my circle as also. So it's a perspective that she was so aware of everything through her process. She got uh, diagnosed with stage four colon cancer about seven months ago. Lord. And she was so like, I'm living my life every day. Still going after it. Still doing this. What are y'all doing? What excuse do y'all have? And that's what Aww. I love about her because that's the way I live too. And that's why we became on fire when we met. It was wow. like, hi, somewhat like me bless person, her. soul sister. So bless Jessie Lee. I know she's in a light place because she's a light being. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's perspective of... She's only 35. And she did, like, I mean, I'm talking 50 years worth of living in that time, but that I was, think that those was her message. are just angels. Yeah, that was like, her I message. I really do. Yeah. I think that they have, I think they're the, I don't know what, ha- obviously, this is all things, but I do think, I don't think that anything ends. Yeah. I think that uh, it, there's a continuum, and I do think that, that you know, what what you understand and what you can kind of you know bring into your focus and how you live your life and how you are in each moment dictates how you will go and i do think that past death 
if we do get to come back, I don't know. Right. But I, if we do, I do think that there are some souls that are like, you know, I, I, they get to see the whole thing. They're like, yep, that's what I want to do. I want to be that person. I want to inspire all of that and other people. And yeah, I know it's a kind of gris, grisly end, but that's cool. Like, yeah. like they just go, I, you know. Not going to lie to you, Amy, I felt that way my whole life. Yeah. I really have. I felt yeah. that I'm just here to serve this purpose and yeah. teach this teach this courage, teach this authenticity, have this story, because you don't go through what I've been through as a child and live a nothing life. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah. Or at least come out on top of it and have nothing to say. Right. <laughs> I've got a lot to say. I've got a I lot mean, to you experience. can, but like like you said, it's what just fulfillment, not going to have... What fulfillment would you feel? You yeah. Know? And that's where I feel fulfilled is sharing my authenticity, that holding back this person feels wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, it, it is you know, wrong. It, it is. is. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm investing in the Bible right now. It's actually biblical. Like, if you're given a gift, which I think all of us are given, the our life. very own callings, our very own gifts yes. for this world. Absolutely. I totally agree. Um, if you are given those gifts and you don't figure out how to have them ripple out from you and manifest more gifts to the world around you, it's not... It's not because you're supposed to account. You're supposed to. There, there's accountants and everything. Like, you know, whether you're looking at the end of your life, or if you actually, you know, if you believe in God or you believe in an ultimate judge. Um, and I do think that's really what that that looking in the mirror is. Am I going to look in the mirror and see? Mm. Am I going to accept the truth? Am I going to judge this before I reach an ultimate judge? Or I'm going to let yeah. this be a pressure point to where I have to stand judgment mm. for every little thing that I have let go, all those little choices that I made. Or can I stand in the face of that Yeah, and be confident that I deserve to stand here and feel okay. Yeah. That's a lot of it right there is just feeling deserving. Yeah. Believing in yourself that you are worthy of anything. Yeah. That I've always tried to find a word in any language of the way this is described in a book of how many millions of miracles it took for you to be even born. Yes. And then the exponential amount of miracles it took for you to stay alive and yep. make it this far is such an insane amount of trillions of miracles that yep. there's not even a word for it. I mean gratitude is that's basically the, it's the, the and that's the ultimate state of receive yeah that's the ultimate state of receivership is yes. gratitude. You will not receive anything yes. without gratitude. And that's where a lot of people's pain comes from is we're not even grateful for the pain that we're feeling yeah well i'm feeling this pain because you love so hard or you had an expectation for something or yeah and that's that's the human nature of it is the pain is the love and you have to have both sorry to tell you you know it's a that's an impossible one to uh, get people to listen and understand they won't yeah you're never going to listen to those words and understand them yeah either feel them or you don't either experience it or you don't and and you will feel those experiences through your journey. You will not feel those experiences until you make new choices, though. Yeah. Yeah. And that is why people don't feel God. Yeah. That's and that's that's where yeah. they're like, oh, this whole God thing or religion or what that tells me is that we're still living in fear, yeah. that we haven't had gratitude yet. Yeah. And that's cool, and that's okay. Well, I mean, you can yeah. only come to it as you come to it. Yeah, like, it's in your experiences. You like won't, I said, you won't it's just... very neutral how I feel towards because. I, I, I wish. Yeah. I wish. I mean, recently I've had to be just like telling people like, look, 
and they don't get it. I mean, I, I'm trying to formulate it in words because... That's what I'm saying, is you can. You can say it all you want. Words, words, words. And they'll hear it, hear it, hear it, and they will never understand it because it's not their experience. Right. They have to experience whatever that little miracle is or their little moment of this was impossible and there was something beyond me that made it possible. That, that and It's true. It's like a, little, like a little mini rock bottom thing where I kind of think that on the other side of it, though, I'm so uh, I'm so willing to like indulge the pain of it. Like getting, yes. I I remember um, I've been trained as a lifeguard, and they tell you that if you're going to be in the business of saving lives, you have to be very careful because approaching somebody who's drowning, mm-hmm. they can very easily pull you under with mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of come up behind them, let them rest on you. They're going to be in a state of panic and all of these things. And that all made a lot of sense to me. And, you know, I, I think part of, um, part of my gifts is kind of allowing people to bite me and get hurt by them just enough so that I can maybe implant a seed of, of something, a perspective, Mm. something for them to consider, because that's that's really has been my experience. I can't say that I've... The school of hard knocks is something I put myself through. Sure. I can't say anybody else really did that to me. I made sure that I felt everything. <laughs> but there... Because I'm thick. Uh, <laughs> I'm very fucking thick. Um, so, like... There's all these feelings. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, like... Because I, 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 I want to... Like you said, I, I'm I'm analytical and I want to feel it from all angles and I want to I want to understand it from people, but I you know you are so limited to what your own ability is to even understand a, a wide array of human experiences, and uh, so I, I I really try to dip into that enough to be able to offer something because that's what happened to me yeah that's why I have a whole podcast about yes. mentorship and learning and things like that because my way of learning has always been having conversations testing my perspective putting it in a realm that's completely other and kind of seeing what happens well you're patient through all the results of those which most people are not. sometimes yeah well at least in my perspective you are at least from uh, here that you're like let me experiment cool. because cool that I'm making it look good yeah at least <laughs> so because a lot of people are not even that brave so let me just see what happens what results are what they go into it of I want I'm doing this to achieve this result and if it doesn't happen I failed right you're not thinking that way you're thinking is oh there's lots of ways to approach this which one might be the best which one will achieve the result I'm looking for right that's very brave of you and it's very patient of you well I I feel like I was gifted with this this uh, this this gift of being able to communicate it, mm-hmm. or at the very least, I have a passion to want in a in a, because I'm codependent. I to to want to help people beyond reason. Yeah. So it's a charge. It's a charge for anybody who's a foster parent. Anybody who you know they like they see a gap in life and yeah. they're like, I have to. Yes. I know it's inappropriate. I know I care too much. I get it. I, I'm just gonna get bit. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna get bit. I'm gonna get hurt. I yeah. might drown. I might. I mean, we deal regularly with bloodborne pathogen. I mean, yeah. anything like I'm getting Old Testament here, but like anything dealing with blood made you ritualistically unclean. That meant that you were not 
cool for regular society that yeah. people needed to stay away from you if you were to encounter blood. Wow. Which, by you know, I mean, it goes back to the subversive nature of even what we do, in essence. Like, that's a very interesting thing yeah. to, like, look at, it, which I'm, like... I could go I'm, all down on that. I'm yeah. geeking out yeah, about, like, that. what I'm, like, learning about the Bible and, like, just certain things, like, and how it relates. Because I do, I've, I've gone, like, every secular way you can go, every kind of... Every kind of thing, and I don't invalidate any of it. It's yeah. all real. Yeah. It's all real. Um, and I think it's very important to understand it at its most energy and base level, because that's what I think a lot of people miss, is they're not yes. willing to put themselves in alignment enough with, like, they just want to put it in a box, you're a denier, and then put you in a convenient place so they can remain mm-hmm. where they are. Absolutely. And I see that very much so. And I've seen it myself. But yeah, that's... I. I've recognized all of this about from a like I mean you've been posting on social media I know you're not spending a lot of time there but the things that you have yeah. I'm like wow she's going through some really cool shit right now I am going through some cool <laughs> shit and I'm, I'm trying to be very honest through the journey to to, yeah. human, to humanize it and yeah. everything because this looks like the tip of the iceberg stuff you know like this is awesome this is awesome this is awesome and I'm just letting y'all know like it is but it's also it's this. a lot of work I'm telling you it's also this yeah it's both both can be true I'm trying to teach that that. I'm seeing so much division just in general and the feelings of everywhere of everything, just division. And I'm just showing duality yeah. instead of division. Yeah. That both can be truth, both that are existence, good and bad, positive and negative, which actually all doesn't exist in the first place, but that's a whole other conversation for y'all later. Well, it's, it's the just, yin yang. It's the yin yang, and it's all of it. And that everybody expects the iceberg to not have all of those trials and tribulations underneath it and I make everything look easy and I will not ask for help and I will not complain yeah that's very masculine actually it's very masculine energy to yeah. to work that way yeah. um very to, yang it is, and it is and I will I sound like a grumpy CEO sometimes where I'm like my husband's expecting me to spend time with him <laughs> this is silly which is so funny too because uh your way of coming to me, I'm just thinking about this just to give you a, an abstract view of this. Um, but our my association with, with you was um, knowing you through Tattooed Heart and knowing mm-hmm. John. That's right. And yeah. he has, it's so funny because both of you do black and gray mandalas for yeah. the most point, which, you know, even the mandala aspect of it, you know, usually Buddhists do yeah. them and then wipe them away in yep. sand. But we do them permanently. Yeah. <laughs> Which is interesting. Whole other thing. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I find it funny that that's the thing. Um, but but the look is so different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, when it comes to mandalas uh, and, and just you don't have that energy in your work. Your work still remains very... Um, delicate very meditative very Mm -hmm. light and like airy and yeah I get a lot more feminine from the results that's so beautiful thank you for making me aware of that because uh it is that's what people who tell me my work they say your work is so feminine but the Mm -hmm. physical work is masculine yes the physical work is I get up very early and I go to bed real late and I'm not home with my family yeah I'm not I'm choosing work over everything that's very masculine energy um, and I won't ask for help. I won't complain, and um, I won't even make you aware of it. I won't yeah. even make you aware of all the things I'm doing. 
mm-hmm. which has led to my stressful life. Where I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, you can't do it all, Casey Hart. So I've learned to delegate, learn to ask mm-hmm. for help, learn to balance my plate with other things, and balance is my third value. Um, and I'm learning that every answer to any question comes down to balance across the board (laughs) so if there's too much of this or too little of that going on guess what out of balance Mm -hmm. so definitely learned in these these two years here that no matter the size of the business you are going to delegate no matter what even if you're a single business owner which I I felt I was as a tattooer prior to opening my own studio um I thought I was business owner then (laughs) (laughs) you're like cute it's cute guys no, it is. It, it's kind of cute until you have a, a building <laughs> and an LLC and uh, taxes and <laughs> I mean, all this all insurance and scary shit like that. All of it, yeah. And even if you're just one person, you're going to delegate at some point if you elevate. My work has elevated. My demand has elevated. And now that I have this space, I have too much work demand for one person. Mm-hmm. And then I, I taught Ryan. And then he's got too much work for him. So... Now we're on to our next problem of, like, we got to delegate. Yeah. We've got to outsource. That's a hard one for me, too, by the way. Very, very hard. (laughs) But this is getting to this level, and I understand that there's people in their journey that are like, fuck you. That's such an awesome problem to have. I've been on both sides of both problems, and they're both problems, and they both have have solutions that are difficult to come up with. Yeah. Uh, But um, at this point in my career, it is time. It's time to delegate. It's time to go uh, elsewhere a little bit. And I'm sorry, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing a little murk, 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 but I, I don't know if it's me, and I just want to make sure it's not yeah. anything, but I was picking it up, sorry. I heard too. <laughs> I don't know what that was. It's fine. It's better than a full ring. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, not at all, not at all. Squirrel moment. No, I mean, I'm, I'm proud of us, to be honest. <laughs> we were really good. Like, Thank we, you. We did so good. We, like, we're doing really good. Hella going, man. I'm I, proud of us. I love this. I love this for you. I'd love to touch back more and more because I do see you just scaling more and more about what you know and understand. So much. I have to write books. I know I do. I I feel it in my body to start writing. Or just do more podcasts. More podcasts, more things. And just, um, I'm I'm glad that you like me sharing so much because this has been so scary to share. And that's all I keep feeling is that as long as one person out there is benefiting from me sharing, I am thrilled. I'm losing followers. I'm losing likes. And I'm like, well, because you ain't my audience. You're still in the fear. You're still in your cycles. And I'm like, oh, ouch to be you. <laughs> Feels good to be me. <laughs> ouch to be you. Feels good to be me. So if you're, if you're gone and you're away from my space, yeah. that's because you, I no longer serve that space for you. Right. Fine by me. Because you will. You'll externally validate based on your likes and your followers and who is this, who's staying around, who's sticking yeah. around. If you're still here, oh my gosh, thanks. I love you so much. And right. if you're new to this, like, welcome. Welcome yeah. to this part of the journey with me. And then if you've, lo- if you've left, thanks for coming. Thanks for staying as long as you did. Yeah. Thanks for being a part of it because I couldn't be this person without you being here, even the bad ones. And to let anybody know, I hold nothing, good or bad or hard or soft on any of it like I will hold space for any human on this planet because I understand where you are where your journey love you where you are and on your journey understand your decisions and choices whether they were good or bad and you said this bad thing did a bad thing are you still talking shit or make bad choices as long as you came to the awareness of now I'd like to make different ones and she can help me through that I will hold that space for you anyone on this planet even my father yeah. I do not care. I will hold space. Aww. And that is where all this healing has come from, yeah. is stop holding resentment. 
yeah. toward all these people who have hurt you. Like you said, I've been bit. I've been smashed and stabbed and squashed. I'm a small human. People yeah. love to do that to me, physically, emotionally, mentally. They love it. But you know what I love even more is being underestimated. Pardon this interruption, listeners, but I wanted to shout out a really good friend and somebody that I worked with a, a, a massive project with. As you guys well know, this is about shouting out people who have made strides and uh, accomplishments in their field. And recently, a friend of mine, uh, Christina Stinchcomb, has put out her first book. It's really, really cool. She's a horseback rider, but more than that, she has recognized something about her practice that is very unique. So I'm just going to read a little bit about this book from the back of it, a little excerpt, just to kind of give you guys an idea of what her book is about. Want to deepen connection with your horse? If you love horses, you know that the connection between you and your horse can be one of the most meaningful and fulfilling connections of your life. And you might have been told that to deepen the connection with your horse, you need to deepen the connection with yourself. But how do you do that? Riding with the chakras lays out a trail map of insights along with guided exercises to illuminate your inner wisdom and assist you in connecting more fully to yourself your horse, and the world around you. Doesn't that sound awesome? This book can be found on Amazon right now. You can also try to get in contact, I not try, but get in contact with Christina if you're interested. She's in Chestertown, Maryland, and her stables is called Airy Hill Stables. Her website is airyhillstables.com. So, so go check it out. Uh, see what she's up to. If you're into horses already, this might really, really excite you. If you have never, never thought about it before, maybe this might actually get you thinking about uh, starting a practice with horses and horseback riding. I can tell you that horses have been a big gift in my life. I truly see them as gifts from God. They are so peaceful, and I hope one day I can get back to it. But in any event, get, let's get back to our podcast and hear more about Casey and her awesomeness. Yeah. And I am very well underestimated. And then you don't like me because I will outwork you. <laughs> I will outdo everything. I was going to ask you if you feel like, because I do think that part of the sparing that I had, I had these conversations with Natalie. And if you remember mm-hmm. her, Natalie Saki, she was yeah. very small. Yeah. And we would have these conversations that were really great because, um, not to fetter your wrap up because that was a great wrap up, giving all that gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I did want to ask you if you felt like a lot of uh, because I do feel like some of the the privilege that I've had is being a bigger human mm. and being somebody. So that you like it as a privilege, not an, a, an advantage for you. Yeah, because oh, I wow. can, I can. I can reach a shelf without a stool. And I can, I can, you know, like, it's a beautiful thing. Natalie used to be like, Amy, you just need to understand. And I, it really didn't click for me until Rico. Yeah. Of all people walked in, he was like looking at the girls in our shop and he was like, that one needs a gun. That one needs a gun. That one probably has a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And, 
and you and you and Kinsey could probably just do with some mace and you'll be fine. And I was like, what? And he's like, I'm just telling you oh that God. from like a male and from a, a it's true. And like my a, physical appearance has yes. changed so much that it has physically changed. Like, what do I need to do? What did I? Right. And it has absolutely just it's changed a lot. Um, just in the physicality, of the, even the way I dress and everything too is a lot more confident than I used to yeah. be. I did not used to wear anything like this. Show my belly or my arms or my chest. Like, I was, I've, I felt so cover, cover, cover everything because I was so insecure. Um, and I know that that can make me more of a target, you know, or even being physically smaller and weaker makes me a target, you know. But um, I've decided to not fear anything left on this planet. Everyone else walks in so much fear all the time of nothing that's even real. And there's just not much to be physically actually afraid of on this planet besides bears and alligators murderers I mean, you know things like that but you know if any of those things were to happen it'd be part of the journey so full-on acceptance <laughs> okay right i'm all right i jumped out of the sky you know that's that's what up on me too i was gonna say you know I, what to, to be honest where, where where i'm at with this is honestly where ryan is getting me where he's learning through um andy foe really awesome tattoo or mentor coach who is um, it? andy foe he's amazing okay um he's the one doing these burpees at night you know okay. four in the morning where they've really got me into this mindset is if they've done, they do this every morning, they do 500 burpees by 6 a.m. Oh, shit. Wow. And okay. if he's done that by 6 a.m., the struggle of the stencil at 10 is nothing compared to getting up for that 350th burpee. <laughs> Seriously, he's been through way worse. He's made harder choices by that morning. So nothing else gets to him the rest yeah. of the day. And I'm telling you, the more I've disciplined myself in whatever that discipline is for me, it's not 600 burpees. It's 15 minutes of five-pound weights. <laughs> That's a lot for Casey Hart, guys. I'm small. Don't you judge me. That is a place for me to start. It's better than what I do, exactly. my friend. Dude, I'm like, dude, 15 minutes of that is a really hard choice for me to make. So by the time harder choices come up, they don't feel that hard. Right. They really don't because I've already made all these choices to get up early. Oh, that sucks. Do this. Eat right. Blech. Start my water. I don't want to. It was way easier to sleep till 9.30 and hit the alarm and hit the alarm and hit the alarm. But then when a really challenging thing came up that day, I'm like, fuck this. This sucks. I know. I hate everything. Oh, I hate everything. But now when I made all these choices by 8 a.m., when things come out throughout my day, I'm like, oh, man, you know it was harder? This getting is wonderful. Up. That was way harder getting up earlier this morning. <laughs> so I'm learning that from them. They're on a different level of intensity, but I'm in a practice. Well, you, know? you are in a practice, and I do think, too, the beautiful thing about it is that you can see it. Mm-hmm. And you can... I can switch my mindset real fast. Like, oh, I hate this. I hate this. No, 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 Case. You love this. You love this. This feels good. This feels good. Well, and you can genuinely love other people and rally them, too, mm-hmm. which is the other thing that, like... I've, I've found in my experience that, that people don't know really how to digest somebody who's a genuine cheerleader of others. They you know? don't. And they, they, they think don't. it comes from a place of ego yeah. or self selfishness. And I am telling y'all, I love it's like, people. No, I, I love I'm you. It's like, wow, I'm getting off on your vibe right now. I like, seriously this is so am. amazing. If I, I mean, if, if, somebody, if somebody would have told me, you know, Jeannie Lamp, three wishes my my first wish would be hold space for every single person on this planet one hour what if i could have eight billion hours i would hold one hour for every single one of you or more however long you need i would hold that space for you wherever you are in that journey that's what people need you do for everybody that walks through the store exactly every time i hold hours yeah hours i hold (laughs) hours you know and that's really what i would want i want people to feel heard and safe and loved because that is why you operate at a victimhood in the first place. 
is that you don't feel heard, you don't feel understood, you don't feel loved. Every human feels that way, and I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah. Son of a bitch, I'm sorry they did that to you. Yeah. Come here. Yeah. I will hold you. I will tell you I'm sorry, <laughs> and it's all going to be okay. And what can we do different? That's what awesome. can we do different? What can we control? And I will hold that space for every person on the planet. And wherever you are on your journey, I'm proud of you. You made it this fucking far. Yeah. And I know you compare yourself to me. Yeah. And to your mom and to your brother and your sister and your friends and all these things. Don't. That's just where we are on the journey. Because I could compare myself to some pretty crazy people or low people, high people, everywhere and in between. Yeah. But I just know that the, the journey is the destination. That the ugly parts and the fun parts is it, guys. Because once you get to this space of this whole, you own your own shop. It ain't that great, guys. You get here and you're like, oh, what the hell? That's a that's lot. It. That's it? That's, that's lot. it? That's all this was? Well, I'm, shit. I'm still trying to sack up to it, my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're just like, wow, like. that that's not as that's not I as do, big. but it's very measured. Oh, it's extremely measured, and people feel like they're trying to fulfill this thing by doing that thing. When? Well, people, at least in my experience, uh, like you said, they, they kind of equivocate it to all your choices, and it's like, you know, like you said, it's a lot of people's choices. A lot of things that happen. That... So many little puzzle pieces. Right, exactly. Little butterfly effects and things. And so... you can only control what you can control. You cannot control others. The only thing you can control is how you respond to the stimulus. That's it. And I, I liked how you responded. It, <gasps> it echoes. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Far and wide. Oh. It really, really does. Ooh. I love all the things that you're doing. Um we didn't even get to it really, but I know that you're doing some sound therapy. Do yeah, you wanna, like, sound talk bath. About real that fast, a bit? real fast, sound bath, Reiki stuff. Um, yeah. So no, people don't even know what any of that even is. So <laughs> a lot of it um, came from science. If you like science, like I do, I like science and numbers and things like that and proof mm-hmm. by things like that. Um, best way I can describe is the feeling when we're all at a concert. And we're all in that song. We all have that moment. And we're just like, oh, that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. That's actually the theta brain state. Mm-hmm. And sound bowls, these cool ass, you've probably seen the metal ones, you know, little Tibetan guy going, bing, with the bong, and he's ringing the, and you're just like, I feel a feeling. And you don't know why. It's actually the theta brain state. Um, so I've been doing these sound bowls, and now I'm completely obsessed with sound bowl therapy because of the science behind it. It puts you in the theta brain state and allows for um, basically detox. Move those energies, move your chakras, move all these things around. So I bought them for myself. They're, they're really expensive, you know, to get a seven oh, set. I would imagine. They're about 1,400 bucks yeah, for a yeah, set yeah. of seven. So um, I was saving up for them just to buy them for myself because I just saw them as cool things to try. Bought them, loved them, did a few for a few friends, and somebody said, you should start doing them at the shop and see if anyone shows up. Okay. Awesome. So I started doing it at the shop, and then I had 30 people show up to the first one. I was like, shit, I have no space. I don't have the space to do this. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So now that there's a demand for oh, it, I need a wonderful. space. So I got a space up in um, Sparks, Maryland that I do them at. And now that I do them there, they're like, well, you do them at the shop? And now I kind of have a clientele that bounces between the two. And then getting into the Reiki part, I'm doing Reiki tattooing. I've, I looked into Reiki for healing my husband. Um, he has bladder cancer. And I just didn't understand why the traditional treatments, medicines, chemos, it wasn't doing anything. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, you should try some Reiki. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. But I'm willing to try anything. I love this man this much. I was. I was so desperate for answers, so desperate to try anything. And I was in so much pain myself. I started to get so desperate I didn't want to be here anymore. And I was like, there's got to be another way. 
and um, went and took uh, a Reiki class at CCBC. Just never looked back. Yeah, I just never looked back. I was like, this stuff just clicks. This stuff just makes sense. Wow. And then I had experiences. And I was like, those are undeniable experiences. Then I had results. I'm like, those are undeniable results. Then I find out other people have felt those ways. And I was like, well, well, we just got to keep going. Mm -hmm. Because I've never felt that way about anything where things just kept clicking and clicking and making more sense and more community and more and more. Usually I find dead end, dead end, dead end. And I was just like, wow. So now I've incorporated what I would call you know, the Reiki tattooing, intuitive tattooing, I'm a type A control freak person. Like, I want to know every detail that you could possibly give me about this tattoo, and I'm going to stress over every detail, and I'm going to research and study and watch every show and watch all the things to make sure that your tattoo is awesome. And I'm going to control every part of it. (laughs) And you're going to control every part of it. And I was like, in this new state of being where I've let everything go. Everything else is completely uncontrolled, right? Uh The only part that wasn't was my job. Was tattooing. Right. Everything else, let go. Tattooing? Did you let go yet? Nope. Nope. You're still real strict. You're still you're still real type A about this. I'm like, what happens if you take out the entire control process of the tattoo? Where I don't know what you're getting, you don't know what you're getting. We just go off of what we feel. What happens? I've got a couple people together and That's I said, cool. What if we try this? And it was insane results, insane results. And then I said, what if we combine it with this? What would you pay? What would that look like? And and me and my clients have come up with this structure of this Reiki intuitive tattoo process of this 12-hour thing of come in for a sound bath, come in for some Reiki, you leave. I go back there and I draw how how we felt about what you need more than what you want, what your body says you need, what placement screams. What images scream? Wow. What feelings come out? What are we That's trying awesome. to convey? And like, what do we need to convey? What is our body telling us instead of what is our brain telling us? What is the heart saying instead of the brain? Yeah. Let's listen to the heart. So I lay down, and I listen to your heart. You listen to your heart, and we work through some stuff. Then you leave, you come back, and I, I can't even tell you. I do like three hours of drawing in one hour. I love that. I have all this conceptualizing that happens instantly, instantly. instead of hours of research and hours of research. It all just happens flies out of me they come in and they're like i don't even understand how you drew this i'm like i don't understand how i drew this either like how did you make this from my body how did you see that i didn't i didn't even see that I'm like i don't know man i don't know either and then we tattoo and we have the most incredible tattoo process conversations everything and we feel like huh just lighter at the end of the whole thing we're like was that really 12 hours that's awesome. Was that really what this experience was? And then I've done that every month, once a month. So they're, on the, they're as close to a full moon as I can get them. Um, and now I feel like I want it to be my whole process, but it's a, I don't know how possible, feasible, or it's possible, tangible you can get it. Because there are people that do this. I'm yeah. trying to find them, and they're finding me. You know, there's people that do this. Well, it's funny. This might be a connector. I don't know. I'd like to connect him with as many people because I just, I just think he's incredible. But... Um, before your podcast airs, I'm going to have my friend John Simmons, who's my acupuncturist. Oh, how cool. And so he's actually going to be airing tomorrow. Very cool. But he started out with Reiki. Wow. Um, and his experience was much different because, uh, you know, when he started, it was years so, ago. Yeah, yeah. And That's he, different. he could prove it to people. And they were yeah. like, yeah, I feel that. And he's like, okay. And they're like, yeah, okay. And then they were and just, just dismiss it. And dismiss they were just it. dismissive. Yeah. But um, you figured out a way 
to integrate that mm-hmm. uh, within what you already did. Yeah. And I find that's really, really cool. He, he um, same thing. He, he, uh, we were exploring in his podcast, you know, why why he went into acupuncture. He's like, because people need a tangible thing. Yeah, that's He's really like, what it is. It's, and really it's what to make it sense of the things that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And we're we're so grateful. I'm grateful for technology that we can get to that point. Like, I don't know if y'all know, we've measured chakras mm-hmm. on science. Num- yeah. I'm not good at explaining it. I don't have that kind of degree, but I'm telling you, they printed it. They made a chart and they said, like, look, frequency, energy. We can see the colors. We can no, physically I, see the colors now. I believe it. And it's like, oh, we've been saying that for 6,000 centuries. We've been saying this, guys. Wow. I brought it up to uh, my congregation, which was a very, like, oh, I'm sure. butt like, ah. thing. But, uh, <laughs> but butt is hilarious. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I think that's part of the reason why I'm there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I I said, you know, I, I find it hard to discount something that is so much older than the Christian faith. Oh, totally. When it comes to the chakras, I do think that's very real because, you know, blind people can actually feel color. They can totally. feel those things. And I said, so God, right, is what we perceive as like, there is light. God is this white, white, brightest that you yes. can think of light. It's like, so what if our bodies are prisms? They are. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when light passes through us, what you see is a rainbow. Totally. And <laughs> and that is what that rainbow yes. is. And, and energy that promise moves, moves at frequencies right. and things like it's and that's it's just and nuts. it's biblical in its story of mm-hmm. how that rainbow that so that view of the rainbow was god's promise not to destroy the world again like in that biblical note it's beautiful so like this attachment that we have to this world and to this that the, that we are not going to get destroyed that we are going to actually figure out how to reconnect and i think it's all and it's it's funny because if you even go beyond because i listen to everything i'm not yeah. just I believe in God, yeah. uh, and I I have my faith that I'm I'm walking now. But I don't discount the the thoughts because I think it's everything. Mm. I think it's everything, and um, I am attached more so to the the feeling that hardcore feeling. I guess it is. I mean, we can't really perceive light until it passes through something. Anyway, we can't perceive color. We can't. All of those things are with light bouncing off of yes. something else. Yes. So that is our perception of things, that tangible thing. But the energy is there. Mm-hmm. And so I don't discount the energy. I, yeah. I very much so. I felt it before I even knew how to. I can't articulate it. I'm trying. Yeah. But like all of those things, and many religions talk about it. Yeah. Um, many faiths. Like in it Nordic, stands the test of time. Yes. Yeah, in Nordic the philosophy, they say yeah. you have to go through a rainbow bridge in yeah. order to get to. Stands the test of time. Yeah. It's it's crazy how reminiscent people have noted these things throughout all time and space. Yep. And I just I I geek out about Me it. Me too. I love watching the connections of it, and it it's really sad that it's gotten to a place of this is what we go to war over. And, and division, then, and I division. see that too. Yeah, and like I try on to, both sides. On, on both sides, I totally understand yeah. it. But I, uh, I come from such a perspective of looking at everything outside and from here, and I'm just like I see all the similarities, and yes. I, I count all the things of all the ways we're more alike than different, and 
I see so much about duality instead of division. It's it's both. Yes, and it's a it's choice. It's not one or the other. You see it's it that both. way. Yeah, and it yeah. is. It's a mindset and it's a choice. And I I've been that person. Actually, I spent a majority of my life being the person that was in fear and agnostic and like, oh no, there is no God. There is no any of this. It's a rough that's, thing. That's a rough thing when you're physically in this space and having a conversation with me. That took a lot of miracles to happen that are undeniable and that don't make sense. They don't, which we've, we've come to terms with, that don't make sense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> from my easy. perspective, it makes perfect sense and I'm just... I mean, it's very personal, mm-hmm. but it makes perfect sense. Yes, And yes. everything that I've seen of you equivocates to that wow thank you that's yes. all i'm looking for is integrity and living the as long as to me is, bravo thank you oh my god like thank you that's all i can say is thank you because i'm trying so fucking hard <laughs> trying so fucking it's hard. all seen oh it's all as seen. long as it's seen by some by one person is all that matters no. because it i'm hoping it encourages people to do the same even if it's for a moment many moments this whole moment has encouraged me i mean you've just thank told you. me about so many things and i'm like dude Light the fire under your ass already, Amy. Let's go, let's go, <laughs> let's go. Let's not make any more excuses because they are. The excuses keep you in the program. That's what they are. So yes. you're that whole 95% of the unconscious. Excuses are trying to keep you in that cycle. Like, oh, but remember, we're lazy. Oh, remember, we like eating terrible. Yes. Remember, we don't like going to bed early. Remember, we like sleeping in. Yes. That's what excuses do. Excuses mm-hmm. are keeping you there. And then that new scary thing of like haha potential potential yes. you're like well that's not in the program correct correct it's not in the pro- that wasn't in the syllabus you're right it wasn't we're gonna reprogram we gotta reprogram <laughs> that's the beautiful thing about being human and having a brain yeah. but we also have a heart yeah and we do not listen to the heart we do not spend time with the heart you will spend all of your time from the brain we've never turned it off sometimes at the reiki sometimes at a sound bath it's the first time they've ever turned off their brain now I'm so excited because I thought I wanted to get tattooed by you before, and I definitely did. Now I really It's a do. whole thing to be tattooed by me, now right? Now I really do. This is why, I guess, is because it's not just getting a tattoo. And it's I a whole thing. I actually have something that I really do want to submit to you, too. Fuck yeah. Because I, love I feel this. like my. So we're going to share it live. We're not live because we're recording. This <laughs> is live but here for us. When it plays, it'll be live. Um, just to let people know what I'm willing to submit myself to and I'll wait as long as it takes because you're only gonna get better and better at this as you go um because you know you got people that you're already working with but um I was told actually by a Reiki specialist an energy healer um she said you know uh I was born with an underdeveloped hip I had hip issues from birth Mm -hmm. um I felt things that other kids have never had to feel but um because of that my right side is an issue mm. I'm now having uh, I have a very particular thing uh, it's basically benign tumors that's mm. what they would consider it but it's called synovial chondromatosis okay. very weird thing one of those obscure things that they'll never get enough funding to figure out what the fuck it is <laughs> yeah, none of research they sure. say they know what it is but they don't know what causes it but it's like okay well that just means that you're not we gonna have take to... the money to, to figure out what the fuck <laughs> course, it is so I gotta I gotta live with this <laughs> thanks guys all right thanks, thanks so now American i'm on the healthcare. facebook groups and all that stuff but she American told healthcare me facebook group <laughs> and you told me like uh, you know the men in your life well in therapy in in every aspect it's come to call on what men are in my life and she said 
Oh, you had a congenital issue with the right side yeah, of your right body. Right side is the masculine She's body. She's like, it's the men in your life. Yes. It was, it was the supporting elements of yes. your life, which is the masculine. Yeah. It's your, you know, who so your mother right had. And I was like, you'd have to know a lot more about me to know how pivotal that is. Absolutely. But I want you to do something on my leg. Yeah. Because I, I feel like it. it would be very healing. I love it. And I would love to just see whatever you come up with. Absolutely. And I feel like the other reason is that every single apprentice and I've let them have this leg as a kind of free-for-all for, all for yeah. their growing exploits which I really do enjoy yeah but I they don't want to talk to me anymore and I feel like there's maybe some added things Ooh, that are we kind can of bound up it. in that so yeah we can I have a project for you I love that and what, and I, what I love that what, <laughs> sorry to what, turn this into like a mini what, like consultation I don't know where <laughs> What I've been just so grateful for in my work is that I put out this state of being and the result of it is people letting me do whatever yeah. comes to my heart because I think people just trust whatever that is. Yeah. It's not really me. It's the message. No, I know it's not you. It's the message. I know where it's coming it's from. It's coming from source. It's but coming, I want it. And I want that message. <laughs> but I want exactly. it. Exactly. I want all this. I'm able to listen. I'm able, I'm able yeah. to remove my ego from that state yeah. and give you a full authentic answer because... Here's what happens. You say, my grandpa died. Well, I say, well my grandpa died harder. Yeah. He died of this kind of kid. It's a big fish thing. What do you know? What do you know? You know, yeah. you're like, I broke my ankle. I broke both my ankles. Yeah. You know, and that's how it always goes. When I, when you hold space for somebody and you, you start to do that, your ego gets in the way. Well, I've been mm-hmm. through harder stuff and I've been through this. You can't do that. Yeah. You will never hold space for that person. You'll never truly feel like what it feels like to be that person. So uh, when I hold space for somebody, it's what I literally do. I remove my entire physical experience. Push it aside. Let source come in is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And then whatever happens from here on is truth. Yeah, exactly. It just is. It just whatever is, is, is. is. Yeah. And it's why people want to work with me. Mm-hmm. Blows my freaking mind that I'm putting out my being. Yeah. And then people, the result is, you get to do what you want. Oh, fuck yeah. Because I'm That's not what stressing. I've been to do. That's what I've been wanting to do. Because <laughs> I'm not stressing anymore about what I need to research and what I need oh. to do. And it's... I can't I believe it. this. I can't even believe someone as talented as you. I've always looked up to as an artist. I will never ever tattoo because she's way too fucking good. <laughs> you here, you are, and I've had multiple artists come up to me recently too. Like that, I'm like, I respect you. There's no way you would let me tattoo your body. I suck at this. I suck at tattoo. <laughs> and they're like, uh, no. And you're st- I still feel this way. I'm about to hit. Amy, I'm about to hit 12 years, and I still feel like it's awesome. Oh, I know. I still feel like I have no idea what I'm doing tattoo-wise. I'm like, I learn every day on how to do this. Well, I mean, you put the, you put it well. um, Thank you. In the course of this. Because it's not, it's being comfortable in that state of discovery and being excited by it and Mm. being able to, people trust you to to go along with you in that experience. And they know that that you're braving just as much, if not more, yes. of it. Yes, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lead someone in a bad direction. Yes. And I will I will lead with yes. truth and positivity and the most authentic thing for you. I yeah. will never lead someone in a bad direction. I've sent people home when they yeah. don't love the stencil. And like, Casey, I love it. I love it. Like, no, you don't. No, you, <laughs> yeah, don't. you don't. You don't, actually. And it's, very, it's extremely rare, but I will feel everything that yeah. you're feeling. You can't hide from me. Sorry, can't lie to me. Can't hide from me. I am the mom on that part of, like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah. eyes behind my head. I have them all over. Yeah. <laughs> that third eye, it's all over. <laughs> yeah. I can't lie to me. I will see through it all. But I feel so honored that you would even grace me with that 
and grace with your presence in the first place. So thank you for even uh, putting that into the future for us because that's going to be beautiful. Nothing special. <laughs> I just had a, I just had to run at this profession a little bit sooner just than you. Just a little That's sooner. it. And I'm a little older, so I've had a lot more time. There's just more time. Yes, that's uh. it. And as you know, I I'm not a I'm not a business owner. I, I mean, I am, but I'm not on this scale. And I, I, there's a lot of things that you've accomplished that I haven't accomplished by your age. So, for, I mean, if I'm looking at that, which I'm not going to judge my journey in there because it's going to look different. It's going to be what it is. I have a lot of hope for it. But I am super inspired by you. Thank you. And yeah. I've, I have seen you throughout, like, so in, much. in bullet points throughout. Gosh, like, I really can't have. know because that's what this is, is we're sharing that. But... Uh, and and only like a brief snippet of that. What like uh, oh my god, we've been talking for almost three hours. Y'all love us. Thank you so much. If Holy you're crap! Out. If you hang out this long with us, and this is probably the most boring thing ever no, for y'all. Love stoked. you all so much. This is lots of contact. <laughs> this happens all the time actually with me. So sorry. They say the painful pleasures came in. To no, do I'm stuff, And they just like Casey. We asked you one question. You talked for eight straight minutes, and now we have literally months of content. Thank you. No, this is great. <laughs> I could talk forever. This is why I need to write a book, and where I'm learning is to listen. And I'm going to be so happy about the people that you're going to get from this. Yeah, it's going to be all kinds of cool it's people. Just, it's going to be so Please much come. more in alignment. Will, if they follow this you. through to the end, through the... If y'all are here, done. I'll tat you. Yes. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. I'll tat you. <laughs> I'll tat you. It might take you some time, but I will get to you. Well, you know. That's, that's how things go. I plan to do this time. a very long time, guys. I, ca- I keep myself in very good health and mental good health so that I can tattoo. I plan on being a very old lady pulling lines on y'all. So yeah, don't don't think I'm going anywhere. I might be going a lot of places, but I'm not going anywhere without y'all. So I heard it. You're <laughs> grateful, and you asked for that. You're like, if I can hold space for every single person. Oh, I would. I would. <laughs> I seriously would. So I see a lot of... A lot of this ahead, which is going to be very <gasps> fucking cool. Some cool stuff happening. I think we've already wrapped it, but th- I need to say thank you to you. I need thank to say thank you. you to you, too. You're Lizzie. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you're awesome. You're awesome. Oh. Is there anything that you want to shout out? I mean, for the business, for anything? I mean, how sure. can people, the best way to contact you? Sure. Anything? Um, so, definitely, we're here at the Foxwood Tattoo Collective. Um, so, we're in Ellersburg, Maryland, and... We have an excellent website, foxwoodtattoocollective.com. And then my personal stuff would also be caseyhearttattoos.com. My Instagram is rxhearttattoos right now. But I actually plan on rebranding all of 2024. Whole new name, whole new everything. So we'll see how that looks. That's a right big, big risk, big scary stuff. But um, So if you find this and you can't find me, <laughs> you'll find me through Foxwood at the very least. <laughs> Um, cause I, I feel like that deserves that, that this person deserves a new name, new brand, new kind of everything. So we'll kind of look into next year. I'd like to be able to take more people, um, or, you know, the right kind of people, I should say, you know, I am looking to, um, work with like-minded people, you know, and people that are in this journey. So it's going to look different next year, like it does every year, but I appreciate everyone's grace and patience through it all. They always are. Y'all are always so great through everything i couldn't do it without any of y'all so love you so much <laughs> i love it thank you thank you amy <laughs> thanks diary listeners i don't usually close with anything but this is this was a special time for me and this this final comment for me was is is very much so just giving gratitude very much so to all of you for listening because i 
definitely feel that Casey's message and the things that she has done are, are just so massive. In three years, she's revolutionized her life. And I'm, I'm just so grateful that she took the time to meet with me. Casey, thank you for giving me space. It was very clear that, I mean, it is very clear that you're willing to do that for anyone. And I think this is a, a great example of that because I, I definitely am a person that am trying very hard <laughs> to, uh, to do that myself, I think. This podcast is that kind of mission for me. So I think that you are very gracious with your your message and your time with me and this podcast. You definitely gave me just as much space to offer insight, even though this was your journey. So I really want to thank you for that. And listeners, thank you for always coming back and sharing these moments with me and our guests. It's just so massive and I I definitely feel that this is going to continue to scale in the future. God bless all. Thank you, Casey. Thanks for listening. You can find The Apprenticeship Diaries on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Our IG is the underscore apprenticeship underscore diaries. If you would like to offer constructive criticism or an interview, drop us an email at theapprenticeshipdiaries at gmail.com. We We look look forward forward to hearing from from our listeners. listeners.